0: I mean, to be honest, like, it was, I had, like, the biggest solo show that I ever had. Like, I was going through, like, a divorce, and it was, like, a super emotional thing. I did this show, and I mean, like, I'm not going to lie, like, like, four ladies, and I just crying, and I was, like, it was weird. And I was, like, what the fuck is, like, going on? I'm, like, why are these ladies crying? And they were, like, it's, like, this, this lady, she was, like, what happened to you? And I was, like, what does this mean? Like, it, was, it made me super uncomfortable, and I was, like, oh, like, I literally did all this shit, like the last four months that I was going through like this this thing and started to get it. Like I mean I was like, okay, I'm putting like emotion to this people get what I'm doing 'cause I am because I didn't take it that way. I was just trying to like do an art show and had a certain theme and whatever it was like similar to this stuff and yeah, it totally resonated differently with people and I didn't get it. I was like, no, I didn't know I was like making some emotional thing. But
1: Welcome to the Art & Life Podcast with your host, Taylor Gallegos. Art exists all around us, in all directions, from all walks of life. We just need to know how to see it. The Art & Life Podcast is an experiment in an audio format that focuses on the art and philosophy involved with different people and their life paths. This experiment is intended to inspire you in your creative pursuits, whatever they may be. Follow along as I interview movers and shakers from all walks of life. It's possible to make a life from your art, skill, craft, or vision. These interviews showcase that fact. Listen while you work, listen while you create, listen while you dream up the next big breakthrough. First off, I want to say thank you for listening. The people being interviewed and I are two parts of the podcast, but it wouldn't be complete without you, the listener. I very much appreciate your attention and your energy, and I hope you get as much out of this as I do. If you enjoy what you hear, you can join me on this artistic journey in many ways. You can subscribe to the show, leave a review, and share it around. You can join the conversation on the Art & Life Facebook group, where we discuss topics from the shows. You can join my email list on my website at tailorgallegosart.com on the contact page. And while you're there, check out the new artwork I've been creating. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at taylorgallegosart. And finally, you can support my art and the Art and Life podcast on my Patreon page. Just search Taylor Gallegos Art. So again, a deep and sincere thank you for being here. Now, on to the good stuff. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Gallegos. And with me, uh, I have a very special guest. I'm really excited about this because I found this gentleman on Instagram when I was scrolling, looking for new stuff that was awesome. And uh, this really stood out. So um, I'm really yeah excited to dive into all the all the fun here that we're about to have with uh mr aaron allen marner so aaron thanks for being on the podcast
0: Sure, thank you for having me man.
1: definitely um all right so why don't we just dive in go ahead and tell everybody who you are where you're from how you got to where you're at and what it is that you do
0: oh uh, my name's aaron marner i'm currently in phoenix arizona i'm a, an artist painter um how i got here is like probably like five different stories but Recently I mean like it kind of started with covid like that just gave me like a lot of free time and I really just kind of dove back into art and kind of just decided to do it full time and stuck with it so that's kind of where I got to from like a year ago till now so
1: That's great. Um, and you're still in Arizona? Yeah. Yeah. Did you was there like a an adventure in, in between? Have you been here there the whole time?
0: Oh yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I moved like a few times. I definitely like lived in LA for a few years, Portland, uh, Seattle. Um, I kind of came back here like maybe eight years ago. Um, probably gonna leave again at some point, but you know, this is kind of like maybe the artist life. But I always, I, yeah, I, I definitely always need to change. So I'm pretty yeah. sure I'll go somewhere else soon. But
1: and what brought you back? Would you say?
0: I don't know, it's just like just family, friends. Like, I mean, Phoenix is a very livable city, so yeah, it's kind of that. I mean, I literally like moved back like to this area where I grew up in, so I literally like down the street from my old, like my old high school and stuff. So it's pretty cool. But yeah, it's just like it's just familiar, man.
1: You uh, you mentioned that you're an athlete.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, I grew up playing sports and like. That kind of like overrode, like overrode art because it's just like how kids kind of are. Sometimes like it's just like you want that, maybe like that notoriety when you're younger because you don't kind of get it. But um, yeah, I chased that dream for a while. I mean, I played some professional football and like some national basketball. Um, but, you know, I'm 5'10". And I hurt myself a lot, so that kind of didn't work out the way, you know. So <laughs> yeah, I had to pick up art again. <laughs> <laughs> Making
1: art along the way when you were... Like, did you keep a journal or a drawing pad or, like, was it still there or was it just, like, kind of on the back burner at that point?
0: It was, like, dude, I mean, like, when I got to college, like, it was, like, I was still kind of thinking about it. But when I graduated, my teachers were, like, yeah, don't, don't study that. And I was, like, oh. Like, they are like, you I mean, study, like, I mean, when I was graduating, it was more or less about, like, find something you can make a lot of money at. Like, didn't do that. It was, like, more about computer technology. And so art really wasn't pushed for me. So, I kind of picked it up maybe like nine years ago, actually, when I moved back to Los Angeles, or when I moved down to Los Angeles, there was just like a list of things that I wanted to do. And like that was one of them. But it's weird, like it was that I'd play guitar and like learn how to surf, you know what I Because mean? I grew up skateboarding, but I never surfed. And so I did those first two. Yeah, I never surfed because, yeah, that just didn't jive with me like that. But yeah, so I, I jumped back in kind of like eight, nine years ago.
1: And when you got to LA with like, was part of that, like interest back into the art scene because of the art scene in LA. No, I wasn't was really it, like really intrinsic.
0: No, dude, because like I didn't really like pick that up when I was in LA. Like it was, I mean, I'm not California. LA is like you know it is what it is. But like I didn't, I didn't get like that sense of art. It was just like something in my mind. I was like, I'm doing something new, so maybe I should like two newer things too. Like if I'm gonna move here, like I'm gonna pick something that like I should be doing. I feel like I want to like have a hobby towards, and then um, but yeah, it was never really like that same per se because I didn't really see like I mean like I I, I feel like old L A had like a lot of a lot of graffiti, a lot of just like posters and stuff like everywhere. I, mean, I, I get how that looks now, but like I didn't see a lot of that. And like, I really, I mean, there's definitely some cool public art there, but it was more just something that I wanted to do.
1: Awesome. Glad you did. <laughs> it looks good. You're sitting in your studio right now and there's all these portraits that you've done in, behind you. And uh, yeah, it's awesome. Um, okay. So then COVID happened and then you really dove in. Did you, you know, you just had more time and, and the ability to focus on it?
0: Yeah. I mean like really, so it's it's two things. Like I, when I was here, I'd lived in LA for two years. I moved back to Phoenix, had like a really great job actually. Hated it. I just hated being inside an in office. And I just quit and moved back there. Um, but I was just doing like, I mean, I had bartended for like, you know, eight years also. And I, I realized I wasn't really like doing what I said. I mean, I did that just so I could like paint more, have more time. And I wasn't really doing that. And I'm like, well, I'm not getting any younger, man. And like, this, standing up bartending all day is like, you know, I, from the sports injuries and that stuff, I was just like, yeah, dude, I probably should, like, figure this out or do something else. And then COVID happened, and it was more just, like, it was two things. It was, like, the time, and I definitely was going to work on art, but then it also was, like, all the social shit that was going on with just, like, you know, George Floyd and all that crap. Like, I mean, it gave me more motivation, but I think, like, painting about that stuff, and, like, it gave me maybe, like, more notoriety with people. I mean, it was it wasn't as blunt, like as blunt, and but it was just like, maybe like controversial thing, but it was kind of what I was feeling. And I kind of like realized like, oh, I should maybe like talk about some of the things like I just feel in general, like let's just like use these as topics for art. And then when I started doing that and put more personal, like feeling and like thoughts and stories into it. And that kind of seemed like where it, it caught on with people. So.
1: Yeah. And how did, how did it feel for you to make that art?
0: It feel like, I mean, I think like when, obviously when everybody's sitting at home by themselves, it's, it's very like easy, I think as an artist to be, because I'm introverted in anyway, so it's easy to be at home. It's easy to get into what I'm doing. I felt like it was being very like truthful. And when you're, when you're by yourself and you don't really see a lot of people, you don't really have to like face them in person. Like, you know, it's, it became definitely a virtual thing with art for me, but i didn't kind of care it just felt very real and very just like important i mean i think that was the biggest thing is just kind of felt important to talk about these things that like were bothering me and the way that like i would express it so i mean it wasn't i wasn't really like listening to anybody i was just kind of doing what i wanted
1: and uh what kind of feedback were you getting from people
0: i mean the majority of it was positive um from just, like, Facebook L. S. and Instagram, like, the majority of it was positive. I never, I mean, I see, like, people getting natural and stuff like that. Maybe it's just me, like, I don't get a lot of that stuff, but I didn't really get that. A lot of it was just positive feedback, and I mean, I think it was because maybe I have a way of, like, portraying a message without it being, like, maybe brass to certain people. Like, I kind of don't care how it comes off, but maybe, like, just the way that I do it comes off a certain way. No, I kind of feel like Talk about
1: this i'm gonna put like a positive spin on it you know what i mean like that was kind of my thing so people for sure yeah that's so cool how i mean if it you know if something resonates with you then it'll resonate with people you know and maybe not everybody maybe it's like you know certain select situations but like if it resonates with you then it it'll resonate with somebody else
0: yeah, definitely. I mean, like, I think it, whatever you feel like, if it starts a conversation, that's kind of like the the reason for doing it anyway, is to like start a conversation. Like, what is this about? What is this? You know, to talk about it. So that was kind of more or less my reason for doing it.
1: And that's one of the awesome things about social media and our connectedness is like, like you were talking about the George Floyd situation and it's like, it creates this platform where everybody can talk and where everybody can connect you know their energy and their ideas and um yeah it's really cool i feel like art today is like just has more ability to reach the masses than ever
0: yeah i mean so I, so i i think like that's the craziest thing is like art's always been like i mean without the internet you think about like how people actually like got art out it seems like it would be like a very hard thing to do like nowadays like the word of mouth thing and social media for me like kind of created it probably got me like 80 percent of like most of the opportunities and the, the people that i found the people that i work with now like it's all from like social media mostly like instagram which is crazy but i kind of think like now like if i was really trying to do this like how the hell would i do it without that platform to be honest it's, it's tough totally I came I kinda like going to knock on like galleries and like, you know, like trying to like talk to people and like, you know, like how does that work nowadays, so.
1: Yeah, and I mean, even galleries today are different than they were 10 years ago and 20 years ago. Like they were the gate- gatekeeper at one point and now they're like, I mean, they still exist and they're still relevant, but they're not like the main thing anymore.
0: Yeah, it's crazy, because I mean, like, it's always been like, especially for me, it's always been like, oh, you can my stuff in, like, a gallery and blah, blah, blah. It's like the, it's kind of like one of the pinnacles if you're an artist, and now I'm kind of like, I'm always, like, appreciative to, like, show my stuff in person, but I'm like, it's, a, it's basically a social media thing. I think people sit at home now, especially because of COVID, and they order stuff, and they buy stuff online. They want it, like, that easy, and so that's kind of been, like, the niche is, like, people like emerging artists and people kind of like want something handmade but they don't really want to go look at it in person they just kind of want to like do it from their phone. so
1: and it works and it's like okay so i mean you're obviously you're obviously making a living at this and you're making a business out of it do you have a bad like a business background that has helped you Make this all happen, or, or did did you just like figure it out? Or,
0: oh, uh, I mean, like it's obviously, man, it's 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 still hard. Like, it doesn't get me wrong. Like, it's it's gotten a lot better from like definitely like last year is kind of when I like the last year around the times like when I started actually like became full time, like the week before Thanksgiving. But um, it's it's like. When, like, when I first started doing this, like, I thought, like, you had to do it a certain way, and there really is no way of, like, doing this. Like, you just kind of have to start it, and you have to figure out, like, some of it for yourself, and there are, like, marketing tools out there, and there's all this stuff that you can, like, buy and maybe research, and for me, like, I kind of, I've managed places of, like, quasi-run run businesses and, like, have businesses, like, when I was younger, you know, and so, like... When I realized, like bartending, even that, and being so senior in that, like you do a lot of stuff, and you're basically, essentially, like running a business, and I'm like, well, why can't I do this for myself? And apply like this knowledge, and then do some like some marketing research, and kind of look at some things and how people are kind of doing it. But it was kind of trial and error. I had to like kind of figure it out, and then the social media and all that, like what to post, when to post, like how to post it, who who you're gonna reach, you know, the promotionals, all that stuff. You know, a part of it, so I kind of like on the fly, you know, just kind of doing it all on the fly, but I got like if I if I just kind of like wait for the right opportunity or when I'm like financially like comfortable or whatever it is, like this thing that I'm doing might like, go away. So I was like I just have to jump into this and like figure it out for myself. <laughs>
1: That's awesome. Did you uh is there stuff that you learned from like do you have a pl- a marketing plan for this holiday season? And is it something that you like tried out last year and then are are like evolving into this year?
0: Oh no! Last year I was like I was lost, man. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I I kind of did like. So I was I'm I signed a deal with I I Canvas to just have prints made in my work, and I'm I'm probably going to push that back until uh, the beginning of the year. That was kind of one of my things, but from from the things that I kind of have going on, like I have two shows, so it's really not about like trying to maybe market art so I'm just going to be focusing kind of like on doing that stuff because so I have to get it done like in the month of December. But it seems like people, I mean, naturally buy stuff during the holidays anyway. And I remember last year, like people still reached out to me just to like purchase art for me you know, because like they just, they either wanted a piece or like I'm going to do this, like, you to do like, you know, a portrait of someone for a present. I mean, I just did one today. I dropped one off uh, for, for a Christmas present for someone. So I get a lot of that stuff.
1: Yeah, same here. That's great. Um, Okay. Okay. Now let's talk about your art. Let's talk about like you're doing portraits here and uh, it's really, I really, I mean, I love doing portraits. I've done a ton of portraits in my life and side note for everybody. I love having painters on the show. It's like so much fun just to talk shop and sort of like get into the nitty gritty. So uh, yeah, we're going to do that. But it's really cool to like scroll down your Instagram feed and observe the evolution of your style. And, you know, like right now, uh, it looks like you're really like leaning into like the abstraction and almost like the like subconscious elements with it. This is my reading of it, of course. Um, And then you go back in time and it's still abstract, but there's like it's more realistic in certain ways, and there's like more hard like hard lines around things. You're kind of like breaking up space. Uh, you know, maybe you were using a brush more then, and it may you may or may not be using like a palette knife. Or if you're using a brush, it's kind of looking more like palette knife-ish, like spread around in in different ways. Um, maybe talk us through, you know, your process, your your how, how you use the paint
0: um i mean like so like the two style things like or it's i mean i kind of heard like it's like maybe three that i do i mean like i like figurative work too um that's kind of where it started um but it's, it's like that in, like just basic portrait the way like, i mean how i got here basically was like i was doing like the busy cubism type you know paintings and like it's, it's kind of seemed like that's been like my back and forth like I'll get like super burnout on that and I'll go back to just like basic portraits, just painting portraits I'm like that. Let me figure out something I could do different and so like I always end up kind of like the same cycle like going back portrait then it gets a little abstract then it gets a little palette knifey and then I'm like okay like let me do some lines and then it gets crazy busy and then I just kind of go back to this and then I kind of stayed here because like I, I kind of I'm represented by a gallery out in Cleveland and she really just like this style of work. She's like, you know, worked in this style for like a little while for me. And so that's kind of what I've been doing. But then I have like, it's weird. I mean, like I was getting so burnt out on like the, the geometrical stuff and I have people like, oh, do have any more of that stuff. Like I literally, I found like a couple pieces that I just randomly had and like started to finish like this week. But I literally sold like all of like what I had from that. And I was like, cause people would hit me up. Like, what do you have? And I'm like, I have this stuff, and I'm like, I'm probably not going to do this for a while, and they, like, just, would, they just, like, wanted it. So, like, I was like, oh, maybe I should, like, maybe do both, but, <laughs> like, how much crap do I want to do and get involved in? But, like, that's, like, I was, like, I'm just going to do this, and then I was, like, nah, I'm going to, like, probably try to, like, do both. Because like, I did, like, a master's class at ASU, and they kind of, like, said, like, oh, you have, like, the mind of, like, a schizophrenic. Because like the way you can bounce back between these two things are like two different artists and whatever. So that's kind of like I stumbled upon it like one night, just like playing around. And I was like, this is kind of like something, just like with acrylic pens and like paint brushes. And I was like, Now nah, like I wonder how like how much space I can like sometimes I try to fill up as much space as possible in a painting, just like get as many lines and dots and like just elements in there and then it gets too much and I go back and just like painting a portrait. So that's kind of like the process and it's mostly like acrylic and i do like do some palette knives and do paint brushes and i use like a lot of acrylic pen work and stuff like that for like really fine details because that's something i actually found out about in la i was like how are these people making these like very intricate things like they don't look like and like i mean i remember walking into blick and like just asking this because like you no, know, like there's a whole there's all these montanas and all these and i was like oh that's there we go it's so, like that kind of started it. You know, like eight years ago, I was like, Yeah, this is this is maybe something different that I can do. I was like, I don't want it to be marker, like I want it to be like actual acrylic work, but I was like, How do I achieve that? And I'm like, Oh, there's like a whole shelf of markers right here that you can use. I was like, cool. But yeah. Um is there
1: like are there advantages to one style or the other? Are there like, are, or are you like more connected to one style or the other, or does one come easier than the other?
0: Um, I think like because like I feel like the portrait, especially like some of these, they're they're more done like I mean I'm gonna say it's dumbed down, but it's not as it's not as technical, it's not as many lines and all of that. But again, when you're trying to like convey like maybe a message or an emotion you still have to like create that portrait and make it abstract but you still it still has to like look like a face and sometimes like i mean people ask me like, how long does it take you to do something i mean i'm honest like i can make you know something in 45 minutes and some some days it's like i might sit and mess around with the same thing for like months and still not really get it to where i want it and i have a lot of pieces i just put them aside you know and I go back like you know, a week later and kind of work on that but the benefit is like, I mean, I think they just resonate with different people. Like, some people like a certain style. It's just like, I mean, I've learned like, you kind of have to do what you feel. You can't really like worry about like what people kind of want because somebody's going to like what you're doing regardless. But you kind of have to like do what you're feeling and not go with like the crowd sometimes. Because I feel like, oh, you should do more of this. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just not feeling it. And I'm not, that's not where I'm at right now. So you can, you can, I mean, I mean, like, you can pay me to do that kind of like if you can commission me. But like, yeah, I'm like, you know. Personally, this is like what I'm working on. So I try to stay pretty true to
1: that. Yeah, the concept of time in on a painting is sort of a weird thing to talk about with an outside observer because it's like, I mean, when you're in flow, it's like time kind of changes shape anyway. And like amazing things can happen in five minutes. And some things take, like you said, like a month and and it almost it almost feels weird to like tell that element. Like it's almost like a, a secret that like doesn't shouldn't really be involved in the viewer's understanding of what's going on.
0: Yeah, cause I think like people look, think of art and they think of time and it should take a long time to do something. And I'm like, well, you guys obviously didn't watch Bob Ross paint. because yeah i mean like it's funny i watched a documentary recently and like i didn't realize how much shit he was doing like on a daily basis though it was crazy i mean he was doing like 12 13 paintings in a day and i was like "What? Well, that's possible especially as talented as he is i'm like why well, can like do two you know what i mean and like that's kind of some days i'll just work off six or seven things and then someday it's just like one thing you know but i always try to do something every day that's awesome yeah that's a good flow
1: um yeah, the the time in is, it's like, well, in the real world, the normal world, that's not like making art is, uh, is more on like a, a time, time for money equation. Yeah. And so then like, it it's sort of like, well, this much time in equals this cost, or whatever, or, you know, it's like, but um, pricing art is a really different type of thing. Yeah. How has your uh, relationship been? Or your like, evolution been with pricing things um you know like did you like i'm assuming it started that your prices have probably rate like grown over time and you've probably gotten more comfortable with pricing and you know all all that stuff around it
0: that's that's a super interesting because like yeah i literally had a conversation with like a couple people this week and just like dealing with like different people i think it's it's based on for me anyway i think it's kind of based on like what you've kind of done sometimes i think people like look at like okay like the body of work like where you shown what are you involved in now they kind of look at that some people like have a mind that they kind of get art like is probably going to be like a certain price so they expect it to be like you know whatever um for me i mean I've, I've always like i've always been like reasonable i think and i've always like people who reach out to me i know like I mean, I know this person has, like, three kids, and they, like, have a good job, but, like, they probably can't afford, like, you know, like,
1: and so, like,
0: if you really want, like, a piece of art, like, I don't mind, like, working with you on that. But when you're you're talking to people who, like, are art people in galleries and whatever, like, I've learned to, like, price that accordingly and work with, like, a more retail schedule with, with just pricing because, like, I get that they understand that. But when we're talking to the average person about harder, like sometimes like it's over their head or they're like, Why would I say that much? Or you know you can you they don't say it, but you can kind of tell when they ask, Well how much is it and they're like, Oh well, I'll get back to you and I was like, I don't know what that means. So you know what I mean? And Like, but there's people that get it and they're just like they don't they don't bat an eye, they just understand like that's like the cost of something. So <laughs> it's
1: such a like, delicate dance. I think it's, like, an
0: uncomfortable thing to talk about money with people sometimes in that way, when especially, like, it's something you made. It's, like, like can I really, like, ask this person for this? But, like, I understand, like, what this is in this market and this world and what I made. So I kind of get, like, it's on the same lines. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of how I do it. I base it, like, on peace sometimes, like, or how I feel about something. And, if, like, you don't want to, like, a lot of times I'll keep something if somebody won't. Cause it's like something that I'm like, I'll keep that forever. If nobody wants
1: it. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that right there shows that you love what you're doing. For sure. You know, it's not, you're not going to just like cut down the price to get rid of it.
0: Um, I mean, I mean like I have, cause like, it's just like that learning process when you're, when you're just doing this and like, you don't know when the next thing is going to happen or you don't know somebody's going to play or like, you do have to like kind of work that way. And I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm giving away stuff, but like, I feel like that sometimes, like shit. Like, I mean, I could have kept it. I could have kept that piece for like this. Like there's a lot of things that I've sold to people that I wish I could have just shown in person because I feel like art's like a notoriety no thing. or anything. Like initially, like that's why you do it. People want, you want to show people what you did. If you could take the money aspect out of it, like I think a lot of people would just like make shit that like they really want to make and just be creative. But you get like okay, i have to make a living off this so you know but a lot of a lot of stuff i mean like i'm like i feel like if i make something like what i keep that when i put that way hang that up here like but i actually keep that that's kind of how i look at it and there's yeah. stuff i mean like i don't really like that but like someone loves it i'm like ah, it's like that like the worst thing that i like maybe you know I like a show sometimes
1: connect with it and that's the beauty of it especially when you're working in like varying degrees of abstraction you've got you know people see different things in it and connect with different things and um and you, and you have no idea the, the interesting part is when you're making the art you know you don't know that they're going to connect with that
0: yeah and i mean I, the opposite too like i made things on like like a commission i'm like Man, i really like i really like this and you're like oh. i'm like oh like you know what i mean like it's been like on both sides where right? i like did some work and then i'm like show this one another, and then like they love it. and I'm like, oh, okay, like I feel like it was like pretty good, but I wasn't like crazy about it. You know what I mean? So it's like it, you never know how people are gonna respond.
1: yeah, and that's the excitement of a show. How, how many um shows have you done in the past?
0: uh I kind of forgot I mean I did some probably like 16 17 like ish like i mean i did some like smaller things really like i mean like i think when you start off you have to do like whatever you can kind of get so i did like the coffee shops and like the hookah lounges you know stuff like that you know i mean just to like show work and then no i think like the the more prestigious stuff i kind of do like this year with like universities and having like better solo shows and stuff like that so
1: yeah that's great um yeah, I mean, but yeah, the the shows are always exciting because you never know how it's gonna go and like what people are gonna think or feel or whatever. But it's uh, it's definitely an exciting opportunity. Yeah, you got of... go ahead.
0: No, like I mean, I kind of hate the shows. Like I mean, I like it. <laughs> the introverted person in me like doesn't want to be there, and I'm like I find myself a lot of times just like standing outside because I need to like breathe because like I'm like man I get talk like It's just like it's just like the energy of it sometimes. So I'm like sometimes it's great, but I'm like, yeah, I have to talk to all these like, people and like I don't like that attention. Like I like it to be about the art and like to show it, but like man, like I get it. anxiety is like always up to here. So
1: perfect. People, people love their artists like that. That's great.
0: Yeah, like, like I'm like, man, like I don't want to like and it's like it's always like it's a person like grabbing you this way and that way, and you're like somebody's like trying to be like oh, I can't finish this is conversation I'm not to go this way. And I'm like, dude, like I just want to get out of here and like
1: oh that's great though that's exactly I I think a ton of artists could probably would probably say the same thing yeah um now do you are there artists in your life that you are that are like mentors to you like people that you personally know or uh
0: not not specifically I mean I think when I was really I was like, can I, could I sell, like, when I was trying to figure out, like, eight years, eight, nine years ago, like, can I sell artwork? Is it something, like, I could do, like, maybe as, like, a quasi-hobby-slash-job? I befriended, like, a, a Russian artist who was, like, selling, like, he had been around for a long time and sold a lot of artwork. And kind of, like, would just come over and look at my stuff periodically. And then it was, like, man, like, you could, you definitely could, like, you know, be a working artist. Like, you have to work at this, but, like you yeah, have some talent, you yeah, have some skill, Like, just continue to work at it, but like you can definitely do it. That was kind of like the incentive, like to maybe try it. Um, but there hasn't been like that many people. It's just kind of been like a self-driven kind of thing. There isn't anybody that's been like, oh, you should you know, kind of do this. I just kind of like started on my own, so.
1: Yeah, Russian artist's name.
0: Yeah, uh, Alex Arshinsky actually lives in San Diego, I think now. Kind of lost touch, but like, yeah, I just remember like he, because he was show he showed at a place that I kind of got my first show at, and I remember that being just like a process because I kind of like and it's it's all odd enough like I just dropped the painting off at the same place I'm talking about because we kept that relationship and I actually had a solo show there this year, um, but I, I remember having to like kind of like continuously like message him like every day and like ask him if like I could be in like his show that he was having. This summer. It was like a big art show in the summertime. And me asking like fifteen times and him just like ignoring my messages and like that guy my mentor being like, keep asking and I'm like, dude, he said he's not even responding back. Like he's just reading my message and like just going on. Yeah, you know I mean like I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm not I want to, but this is just feeling kind of desperate. So that was kind of like the start of like when I got into art. <laughs> Do
1: you feel like uh like who who are your um artistic mentors like what um you know where are you drawing inspiration from
0: um i mean like as far as like maybe art role models like that's kind of always been like like the fame like maybe like the, the no the notable ones i mean it depends they change it
1: changes just like maybe you saw that we're local or something
0: you know like a lot of times like it is scrolling through just like social media just like looking at the different people work like do throughout the years like i've just kind of ran into like certain artists and, like, they're, they're, like, like Russian artists or, like, Japanese artists, but, like, the style of, like, what they were doing, I was, like, that's different, but, like, I realized like, I had to, like, learn how to do, like, certain things before I got to those stages, um, but I'm not trying to think, like, I mean, like, I, I screenshot and save so many things if I really like it, and there's so many people that I probably do that with, just, like, even, like, I'm, like, oh, that's pretty cool, like, how do they... You know what I mean? Like, that's just how I am. Like, I can't think of, like, one specific person. I really got to shaped that. Because, I mean, every day, like, I mean, i jump on Instagram. Like, I'd see somebody new, and I'm like, this person, like, they have, like, amazing art. There's so many people out there, so.
1: There definitely are. (laughs) Agreed. Instagram has been quite the game changer for the world of art. For sure. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, I mean, this is just me being a viewer of your art, but, um, one, one artist that comes to mind is Egon Sheila. You
0: know him? I've heard that name before. Yeah.
1: Austrian. I believe he's Austrian. He's awesome. He was from the early 1900s and he does these portraits and they're just like, there's so much energy and like, uh, emotion and power. And like, I mean, I'm I'm looking at the ones I'm on Zoom. We're on Zoom here, so I'm looking at the your studio here. Like, yes, yeah, and they're just very powerful, uh, while being, you know, simple, and they're and it's cool because they're abstract enough that you know I feel like you could like look at a painting, for, and and it'll almost like morph, you know, and like you might you'll like see a different emotion, and that's the coolest thing about art is like. It's it's sort of a reflection of yourself, you know, and how you're feeling. And uh and I feel like your work like is is a really
0: great mirror in those ways. Yeah, I'm super guilty of that. Like, I mean, I, I yeah, I've definitely been called like the emotional whatever, but it, it all pours into like art, dude. Like they definitely, like whatever I'm feeling are kind of going through, like that's all kind of put into it. Like Whether it's, like, subconsciously or not, like, it's just definitely, like, happening. I mean, I'll try to, like, paint very bright things when I'm out in the mood, and it never works out.
1: No, that's great. That's a great sign. You're being authentic to yourself, and your art is an authentic expression of what you're experiencing. That's really cool. What else about art? What do you you think about? What do you think about stuff?
0: um i mean like mostly most of, most of the stuff i paint about it is like just like live stuff and experiences anyway so for some reason there's always something going on in my life so like that's that's where like, i kind of draw from but it's a combination of seeing seeing certain seeing certain art and then sometimes you have to pull away like sometimes man i'll take all the stuff like that like, i'll take it all off the wall i'll go take it downstairs and like and just, like, completely put, like, just either fresh canvas or just, like, go get new stuff and just, like, work on completely different stuff. And then see, like, the difference or, like, go back and revisit that stuff or just bring it all together. But, and that's probably what I'm going to do, like, tomorrow because I have to work on these two shows and they're going to be different. So I'm definitely going to, like, clear all of this out probably tomorrow and just work on some new stuff. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah my mom's a writer, and she talks about this concept of a zero draft. So there's like first draft, you know, rough draft, second draft, third draft, final draft, all that. Um, But a zero draft is what you do when you like you do, you know, rough first, second, third, and then you get and then you start with a blank page, and then you just start over with and that's called the zero draft. And it's a really cool way to because like, you can kind of get stuck in a rut or get stuck in a flow and then you you can't get out of it and you've already like laid down the tracks so you're going in a direction but if you just like rip up the tracks then you have like free space to roam and um, sounds like what you're doing
0: yeah that's exactly where i'm at i'm like i'm in a little burnout so like let's just see what happens like if i just take all this down there's no right there's no like Ideas going on. And I just like see what happens. So that's kind of what I'm doing this weekend. See what I'm gonna come up with.
1: That's really great. Can uh, can everybody like follow along with you? While they, are you are you doing like my story? Or are you or uh, how do you?
0: That's interesting. Like I don't really know. Like I mean, because sometimes like I, especially when I do like stuff for shows, like I've I, I try to like not share everything. Yep. So we'll see. Because like it doesn't it doesn't necessarily matter if I do or not but it's like two different shows, two different places. I can kind of do whatever I want, which is kind of fun in a sense, but I kind of don't know what I want to do. But I have to like make a decision like pretty quick because once I start, you know it's going to be, this is for this place, but this is for this place. So I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do or how I'm going to do it or what I want to do. But
1: (laughs) It's kind of like you're making like two albums at the same time. Yes,
0: that's funny, dude, because like, I mean, like I'm a big music guy. Like I grew up playing like every instrument possible that's like i watch people like documentaries on how people make like music and like that kind of like i'm like just different ways of being creative like i don't know what i'm going to do but yeah it's just similar it's definitely similar for sure
1: well that'll be cool i want to see them i want to see what you put together um okay now we're about time about ready for the part one questions are you ready for that
0: go
1: for Okay, okay. So tell us about the breakthrough moment. And you kind of like described what it was and how it worked. But uh, maybe if you like zoom in on like the, the time or the situation or the experience that happened, what was your breakthrough moment where you like came on the scene and you're like, all right, I've arrived now as my new Version of me that's this like professional artist.
0: Um, it probably man. It was probably like April um, of this year. And the biggest thing is like I got spotlighted by like the Phoenix Art Museum. And to me, like there's like certain like goals that I want to accomplish. Like showing in a museum is kind of like the pinnacle for me. Like if they like, get that, like and the thing is I was supposed to show in one here, and it just kind of fell through. But I kind of feel like once I accomplish that, like no matter like what I do after that, whether it's greater, but like that's like one of the things like I really wanted, like I want a piece of art in museum, maybe permanently or whatever. But just to like have that experience of showing in a museum, like you can't ever take that away from me. Like that's, and so once they said like, oh, like you're one of the people that were watching, like you're one of like 2021's like new like people to watch. Like they did a whole article on me that was like when i was like okay like i definitely like you can't tell me like i'm not good at this because like the that's like the biggest museum in southwest you know if those people think i'm good at, like yeah, I'm, I'm okay now i'm doing the right thing so that was kind of like my breakthrough thing
1: <laughs> that's awesome hey yeah get into museums i love it i want to be in a museum definitely
0: i'm up for like a um a grant from that museum and the opportunity is like you get to show it so
1: I'll know about that in, Like n- at the end of this month Sweet. that's like the
0: one thing I'm like if I get that this year like I had like the best year like, I've had in my life
1: cool man we're rooting for you <laughs> um, okay so now next question is about flow state flow state is that zone that you get into um, everybody gets into it in their own way tell us about a favorite flow state moment that you've experienced and it could be painting or it could be something else. It's like, um, just like one of your favorite times.
0: Um, it's probably like a couple, I mean, the easiest one I can think of is like when I started kind of like doing this style, I just kind of, like, stumbled upon, like, I made a really good just, like, palette night painting. And that's when I was, talking like, about, like, time. It took, like, 30 minutes. And I was, like, this shit looks like one of the best paintings I've ever done. That was kind of, like, one of it. But, like, back in the day when I was just, like, I noticed that, like, I mean, I'm, I use my hands for everything. And it was, like, a flow between, like, it's weird but being, like, a really good bartender and then, like, going home and painting and then, like, going and playing, like, pick-up basketball. I was, like those like all kind of work together for some reason because like I feel like the basketball side was super creative and then like going and painting was creative and then like doing this and doing making drinks is like a creative thing to me. So like for some reason like three or four years ago like I had like this simultaneous like really good flow with all of those things. Um like had a show and then like I was very very physically fit and playing well and then like I was like doing my job well, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like a just like intermixing and morphing <laughs> so that was like it's like weird like i was like i'm like i'm super creative on the basketball course i mean like i'm making like really creative work too you know what i mean so
1: that's cool and i mean you were like tapping into that mindset in all three elements but it was like a different expression of the same mindset yeah. sweet <laughs> yeah it's cool how like that same just like getting into the flow can can just like come through for you in like different places and times and and it, and you're like you're you, but you're a different version of you,
0: yeah, sometimes it doesn't feel like you're like yourself because things like maybe you're working so well for you, you know what I mean, like I've been there,
1: that's awesome,
0: <laughs> yeah, like hit you, I and mean, you like you'll kind of like come back down, <laughs> yeah,
1: no man, just stay up there, keep going. <laughs> Um. All right. All right. Question three is: What is your advice to aspiring creatives of all backgrounds?
0: Um. Like I've done like a lot of like just talk to like like kids and I always tell them I'm like, dude, if like you want to do something, just like do it. Like as hard as it is to like not listen to people, like you kind of if you feel so passionate about something, like you should at least like put some effort into it but like the hard the, the thing that i tell most people is like you, you're gonna have to work hard like there's no there's like there's no way around that like social media might tell you one thing but like you definitely have to work hard if like you're going to pursue anything like creative i feel like art music any of those things like writing like you're gonna have to work at it consistently and hard at it you know like my thing is like always tell like you're gonna be successful like you can't sleep a lot you know what i mean it's like my thing you gotta you have to be on a different time I kind of have, like, that maniacal, like, Kobe Bryant thing. It's so, like, I get up at 5 o'clock, you know what I mean? So not, I have nothing to do, but I'm, like, I'm up because, like, there are other people that are up, you know, on the East Coast. And so I'm always just, like, time is important and, like, working hard is important. Like, make sure like, you're, like, your time well.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, I think that's really good advice, especially, um, yeah, like you said, like, social media and then I think a, a, a greater view on... Like being uh, successful at something is that you just got to be like good and then you'll just get like swooped up and
0: put where you need to be. And no,
1: <laughs> that happens for like a very small percentage.
0: Yeah, that's the thing that will humble you because you'll get on there, you'll scroll and you'll see somebody that's doing like something like 50 times better than you're doing. Yeah, you're, like not even close. You know what I mean? So, like that always <laughs> humbles you and makes you go back and just keep working. Good. Yeah,
1: I like that. Work hard. Do it and work hard, that's good. Um, all right. Question four is the big one, and that is what is your definition of art?
0: Mm, that's a mm. I think I mean like anything that you make with like your 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 own person. It, like i think transforming something that that you had that wasn't like a piece of canvas and you put something on that or you take wood and you build something like whether subjective or objective like whether it's good or not that's still art you know like being doing something that like is from you i think is artistic you know whether it's singing you wrote a song you sang a song you drew something like that's all art to me i mean but also People would argue that like a sport isn't art, you know, like, or, or there's so many things that people try to classify as art. And I don't ever want to like try to tell somebody that that's not what it is. Cause if you're, if you're making something as creative or visually, like, you know, I think that all of that is art.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like that. It's like coming from a, uh, from a person, from your, from your person, like you as an individual, um, Yeah, definitely. Or like, uh, you know, like if if people come together and do something, it's like you're still getting like the essence of like what like the individual is like feeling and thinking or designing or whatever.
0: Yeah, I mean, like and people argue about like digital art versus like something that's like, I still think it's art, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's creative. You made it, you know, from something that wasn't there before. So it's still art
1: yeah that's an interesting um, like questioning, you know questioning digital art. There's still somebody, yeah, like you said, designing, thinking, creating it. and um, do you, do you feel like over time that question is like changing?
0: It is. I mean, and I think like that, that I think that the simple thing of like digital art changes the conversation or just like I mean, you think about the way people make movies. Like you can, you can do that up from a computer now. You know what I mean? So that changed the concept of like being shot on a camera. There's like this, there's like this, these two worlds, like there's like this authentic world where everything is being created, like the way it originally like started. And then like people are taking that and saying, boy, well, like, there's an easier way to do this. It's not that handmade thing, but it's still like, maybe as a quality and in like a digital sense, you know? Yeah, you watch animation movies that are like amazing you know i've seen some digital art that's like ridiculous so i respect
1: yeah and i mean even like paint or charcoal is like technically a technology right. it, it's not part of our body it's not you know we're not like making it like i guess like dance and singing and like that sort of thing is like the most essential kind of art you can really make because all you need is your body but anything outside of that is a technology and like paints like paints all the masters from the renaissance they were making their own paint
0: right which i hate like i've uh, never try that that's insane
1: and like now we go to the store and we buy it
0: you know so like I'm the worst, dude because i'm like i don't really like care to mix like colors and shit together so i'm like i'm gonna buy exact. Like with the color I want, like I just I'm like the art. It was like, like, why would I buy unless I really have to? Like, I mean, no, I'm not to,
1: to buy. It. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's technology that's made. Why not use it? <laughs> just like, just like the iPad or something like that. It's like varying degrees of it. Um. Well, that's awesome. I think you did great on the questions. Nice job. Um. All right. Well, this is part where I thank my guests for coming on the show. I really appreciate you uh, taking your time to speak with me, speak with the guests, um, you know, give your insight and your perspectives. And and you worked with me. I couldn't meet this last uh, Sunday, and <laughs> we rescheduled.
0: Yeah, we both were kind of like I, I I couldn't make that one, so it worked out fine.
1: <laughs> cool. Um, but no, what I really want to say is that. Um, it's really awesome what you're doing. And I think that you're, you're really like, it's, it's great that you just have gone out and gone after your dreams and you're making it happen and you're figuring it out and you're experimenting and you're building and you're growing and you've got like, you've got something there and it's really cool. And um, I just love when people, you know, find something and then go after it with everything they've got and that's what you're doing. And, you know, I feel like when you do that, you, you really can't go wrong. So, cheers to you.
0: Right on, man. I appreciate it for sure.
1: Yeah. Um, why don't you tell people where they can follow you?
0: Um, Instagram wise, my handle is uh, Aaron Allen 1313. And um, my Facebook page is uh, Aaron Allen Art. And I have a website also, it's uh, aaronallenart.org. So.
1: Sweet. Sweet. Um, yeah. And I'll put those in the show notes um cool that's the end of part one we're gonna take a little break and uh i'm gonna go walk nova real quick nova the dog she's being real good and uh can you give us one last bit of wisdom it doesn't have to be about art it can be about anything that comes to mind right now
0: right now Oh.
1: on the spot no big deal no pressure
0: (laughs) i mean the biggest thing that i found out about this is like man like i was always the things that I've watched and read are like, you know, once you identify like the thing that you're most good at, that takes like the least amount of effort, that's probably the thing you should be doing in life. And it holds true. Like it may sound like far-fetched, but I really believe that, you know, I've tried some hard things in my life and they like I've succeeded at those, but like art's always been the easiest thing for me. And so once I identify that and we put all my effort into it, like I saw what was like possible, so
1: that's kind of like my word. Nice. I love it. (laughs) That's great. All right, cool. We'll take that and run with it. Definitely. All right, sweet. Well, uh, yeah, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Again, this podcast is brought to you by High Ground Coffee, an adventure coffee brand with a new twist on brewing coffee, wherein you steep coffee like it's a tea. You just drop a packet in hot water and you go. It's the newest way to brew coffee and it's awesome. Use coupon code Taylor at checkout for 15% off. Visit them at myadventurecoffee.com. That's myadventurecoffee.com. And we're back. All right. Aaron, how are you feeling now? I'm good. Yeah? How many podcasts have you been on?
0: Um, podcast, like honestly, I think you might be the first podcast.
1: All right, <laughs>
0: confused, but yeah, I don't think I've done any podcast. like, so
1: yeah, were you uh, did you feel any like nervousness going in?
0: I mean, like, I think like when it's like video and stuff like that, like I never know what to expect, so I'm always just like, I eh, don't know, but then like once you start talking, like it's just like you're good, yeah, yeah, totally.
1: Um yeah. I mean, you're an athlete, you know, how, how it goes with, uh, you know, nerves. And then like, once the game starts, it all goes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. Well, you know, the game that we're about to play, everybody knows the game. We got the questions or the concepts game. Would you rather have a set of three questions or a set of three concepts to choose from? Probably got to go with
0: like the concept idea for reason.
1: Yeah, you're, you're a concept guy. I can see that. Uh, okay, so here are your three concepts. And these are just jump off points. You can, you know, you choose one and then we'll, uh, that's where the conversation will flow. So, concept one, community. Concept two, the big picture. And concept three, the self-portrait.
0: Probably gonna
1: go with the big picture. Nice. So, what do you think about the big picture?
0: Like, as far as like, well, like my big picture, or like, it's a very general question.
1: You're you're driving the boat here. We go wherever you want.
0: Is that how it works? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, I think like big picture for me, it's been like it changes, dude. Like, as far as arm's concerned, I mean. I kind of just want the time and space to just like make stuff that I really like and not feel like I need to like sell as much. So that's like, I mean, that, that's initially the big picture. I mean, like, like, wherever it goes and like the level of success, I mean, like, I feel like I'll get to the point where that, like, I'm just comfortable enough to just work and like do what I want, like, not not want, but like, I mean, just like just work and be creative. That's, that's really like the big picture for me. I think like there's no, crazy thing i mean i probably want to like maybe move to europe at some point that's like maybe like the big picture but if i don't then it's just like about being creative and having a space and time to do it so
1: yeah yeah you want to just make art so this europe move what's uh what's
0: behind that i don't know it's just it's just like i mean i feel like it's something that i need to experience like it sounds, like, very, like, cheesy and cliche, but, like, I've always been in love with, like, this eat, pray, love idea. But it's, like, maybe, like, on a different way path for me. Like, it's more about, like, going and either doing, like, a residency or just, like, traveling through, like, Europe. But making art or, like, making, like, memories and photos and bringing those back and creating art or, like, just, like, some kind of, like, art project slash journey. That's kind of, like, what Europe is for me. Or just like getting a residency there and really just like getting away from everything and everybody and being so isolated and just making art and seeing how that feels. Cause I know like a few people have done it. Um and they some of them didn't do so well, you know what I mean? And I'm like, well, I'm like maybe different. So like I think like I would thrive and something like that. So that's kinda like the reason behind that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's cheesy at all. No. Like Europe is a great place as an artist. It's like unbelievable. Um, I highly recommend it. I got to study abroad in Italy and then I've gotten to travel around a little bit and like it's really cool in Europe because you know, I very much love our wonderful country, but Europe, the average European citizen, their art IQ is so high. And here Art is not the same, you know. Like, you don't there. It's like, you know, the Renaissance happened there, and and Greek art happened there, and Roman art, and all of this stuff that like goes back super far.
0: It's the history of it. Like, I mean, I think that's what I would like to see and kind of be like immersed in.
1: Yeah, and not only just like art history, but like contemporary art that comes out of these places. Is really cool because it has like all the contemporary artists there, are already like steeped in this tea of art history, whereas um, you know American artists were oftentimes a lot more of a blank slate, which has its advantages as well. Um, you know, without being steeped in it, you don't have like the the format like imprinted on you, so there is like a freedom to that, which is really cool. Um, I, I definitely encourage you to do that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of stuff, man, like that. I kind of just like talk about. It seems to like kind of happen. So, like that's like one thing I'm kind of like talk about, like a yeah, thing, because I feel like that will happen. But yeah, at some point for sure, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna throw one of the questions at you that I um, was gonna ask you, and uh, that is, what does five years into the future for you look like? assuming everything goes your way like you can have any success that you want to have it's all yours what do you what's it going to look like
0: i'm for sure like i'm probably not going to be like living in the same place so we're going to say that like in five years i'm going to probably be living abroad just i'm not going to take a place that's definitely going to be happening um Probably living somewhere by the water um, and just working. But I think like art's kind of changing and it's not always about just like painting. Like what I've learned is it's not always about just like making stuff all the time. I see everybody like making deals to like make, you know, public art or whatever it is. And so I see myself doing a lot of like maybe projects versus like painting all the time, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? like. Getting involved with companies, because like I mean, there's like a business side to that that I see, like I don't always want I don't want to lose the creative side, but there's like a, a bigger picture with that that I think will facilitate just like being able to work, you know what I mean? So like I see those things kind of happening five years from now.
1: Yeah, sweet. Yeah, maybe the south of France or something.
0: That's yeah, that's 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 on the list for
1: sure. <laughs> uh I like it what about like the bigger big picture of like art you know like what what is like what's it all about in terms of the bigger picture for like humanity
0: i think like dude i think art is like it is starting to kind of become like a thing again because i mean i haven't been around it for like a long time but i feel like people really weren't paying attention the average person never really paid attention i think like especially a lot of things are taken away from that, whether it's TVs, you know, social media, internet, all that stuff. But I think now people are really trying to pay attention to, it. I think like cities are trying to incorporate more public art, more murals, you know, whether it fills floors. Cause I think like I kind of grew up with graffiti. So like, that's just like a whole different ball game than what it is now. But I feel like who cares? Like it's still being like, people are taking opportunities to put stuff on walls outside and those things like seem to be like more important now. So like, I think like the, the culture with art, that's going to be kind of like the face of like, maybe our country looks like, or just like the world in general, like it'll, it'll begin to like tell the stories. Like, cause I mean, I think like art used to be like kind of a way that people told stories and how they kind of were like the gatekeepers. I think artists weren't, artists used to be at the top of like society. And I think like maybe that is kind of taking a turn and at some point, like they will be like teachers, like it was like those professors will become like more important and so I think that's kind of where art is heading or hopefully
1: yeah i like that definitely i heard a uh there's a quote that i saw at one point about uh it was like be wary of artists because they interact with all levels of society 100 <laughs> which i love like
0: that too like i'm totally like that like I have so many different people that I like hang out with, talk to, associate with, that I've met that are like from the bottom to like, you know, whoever. And I think that's like part of just like you make art. So different people like it. It's like sports, different people watch it and people play. Like I've met so many people who do that. And it's the same thing with art. You know? Yeah. I
1: mean, why do you, I, I, why do you think that artists are able to connect with people in that way? You know, like, can it like, I'm I'm that, that way too. Like I'll I'll hang out and have an awesome conversation with a homeless person and then like get all dressed up and go to some swanky event and talk to some super baller who's got yachts out in the
0: bay. Yeah. I, and, I don't know. I, mean, I think dude like it's it's one of those things that like not everybody can do. I think that's all whenever you do something like no one like not a lot of people can do, that's always like a gravitational people and it's like about what you're creating like you connect with certain people they like gravitate towards you for some reason I mean I, just, I think it's just like a part of it like no matter where you came from like you're making this great thing and you know, I've seen, you know you, I'm pretty sure you've seen people who like have nothing and like do these like gallery shows and i never really associated with like certain people and I think like that's just kind of like how it works like this universal thing
1: yeah yeah and I think there's a lot of I mean you know there's a lot of elements of the human experience that are just universal and and like whether you have a phd from the best art school in the entire world or you have been living on the streets under a bridge like you everybody has the ability to like express the human condition and the things that we all go through like we all go through all these different layers of the human reality.
0: I think that's probably like more pointy, and it's just like people resonate with like the things that are common, you know, like if it's a certain emotion, like we all have that same, whether it's anger, whether it's pain, whether it's love, like everybody can relate to that, like no matter like your social status. So
1: yeah. Yeah, and like in a portrait, I mean that's that's one really great thing about portraiture and in the way that it connects with humans, is that you know, like humans have we have the ability to read somebody's emotion off of their face in like the blink of an eye. And the human face has like, I think it's like 300 something muscles in it. Yeah. You know, and, and like they all are just like it, in different arrangements on every unique individuals person person's face. But they like, but we can all pick it up and, and we can like feel it instantly.
0: Yeah, that's one of the things. Like years ago, I think like four years ago, I stopped painting eyes, so like none of my paintings have eyes in it. But I'm like still like I'm gonna convey this emotion, but like there's not gonna be an eye in it. And a lot of times I'll take like maybe like a reference and it'll have eyes, and like I'll just figure out a way to just like not have eyes. You know what I mean? But just like it's like it's still emotional, but like the eyes are shut. I'm like there's like that thing like the eyes are the window to the soul kind of thing. So like I haven't painted like portraits of eyes for like yeah four.
1: Wow. So you're closing the windows to the soul.
0: Maybe, maybe. That's what I thought about it. I was like, I don't know how that sounds, but
1: like what, is that, what does that mean? What are you doing? I don't
0: know, dude. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, like I'll figure that out at some point. But yeah, I just stopped doing it. I mean to be honest, like it was I had like the biggest solo show that I ever had, like I was going through like a divorce and it was like super emotional thing. And I did the show and I mean like I'm not gonna lie, like like four ladies and I'm just crying and I was like, it was weird and i was like what the fuck is like, going on Like, why are these ladies crying and they were like it's like it's this lady she was like what happened to you and i was like what does it mean like it made me super uncomfortable and i was like oh like i literally did all this shit like the last four months that i was going through like this this thing and started to get it like i mean i was like okay i'm putting like emotion to this people get what i'm doing because i didn't i didn't take it that way i was just trying to like do an art show and had a certain theme or whatever, it was like similar to this stuff. And yeah, I totally resonated differently with people. And I didn't get it. I was like, oh, I didn't know It was like making some emotional thing, but. Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah. So do you, I'm just guessing here, but do you feel like, um, do you feel like part of the anxiety that you feel about an art show is connected to? the vulnerability that you feel because your art is coming from like a place, you know, a deep place like that inside of you.
0: Yeah. I think like uh, initially, like that was like one of the one things I was like, this is weird. Like, I'm just going to go outside I like talk about it. Like I didn't like, why did you make like people were, like, what does this mean? Like, what does this painting mean, mean? Like, and then I, it was, it was more harder for me to talk about it. Cause like it didn't, I wasn't looking at it individually. Like, this is why I did this. I was just making things, and like I got the emotion behind it afterward. But I think now, like, and I mean, I've had some in- some in person shows, like, re- like you know, in the last like month. But it's i gotten better with that because I feel like now I can like really explain like what something means because I know like, it, I was on purpose like the way I did it, the way I made it, like there was a reason behind what I did. So it's more maybe like being equipped to like talk about it, but there still is that anxiety of like. I kind of don't. I mean, like, I'm just business in general. people make me nervous? So when there's like a room full of people. I just naturally get that way.
1: So. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. As you go along, you definitely um, like develop the skill about like fielding questions about your art and like how to how to talk about it and like what's most comfortable for you.
0: Like years ago, like this would have like drove me crazy, like just anxiety wise. And like now, I'm like, oh you know how to talk about what you do now because it's, I
1: mean, you have a better concept of what you're doing, so. Yeah, yeah. So are you are you like feeling more um, like directed when you're at the easel? Are you, do you feel like you're making more conscious decisions about it or are you, is it still, or is it like an emotive thing that you're more like a, aware of your decision? You know, like- like on the
0: days where, like, I mean, it sounds like that whole torture shit. But it's like there are days where, like, I'm like in a really good mood, and like, I got like a little like whole. You know, I mean, it was just like one of those days, and it, I find it like hard. And I'm like really like in that space, and things are kind of going on around me or with me. Like I can really dive into what I'm doing, and I know like I'm feeling this way because of this, and so like I'm going to, you know, I'm going to make something intentionally like not like saying like I'm gonna like try to like put this emotion on canvas but I know like that's gonna come out because of how I'm feeling I mean
1: yeah yeah like there isn't a filter
0: yeah there's days I'm just like trying to like be creative and it's just like yeah there's no basis to what I'm doing right now so like I'm just not feeling it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we're back. We had a little phone call that came through didn't have my phone on airplane mode beginner podcast move right there but um yeah so you were saying that you have days where you're not feeling it and and so what do you do on a day that you're not feeling it
0: um there's been like various things that i've done i mean sometimes like it's about just like being inside too much so i I mean, like i'll go like have a couple drinks or like i'll go I'll go some like, I mean, because my consistent routine is like gym, home, oh, man you know what I mean? So after like so many days of that, I'm like, I need to go do something else. So she's like, go to dinner, or go like, I'll go downtown or I'll go walking or just do something opposite of my routine. And that usually breaks it up, you know what I mean? Or yeah. I just do anything. Like, I have a hard time sitting there, like, not doing anything. I'm learning that people like me like kind of rest and like, I feel bad if I just sit there and watch TV. But I've learned to like, man, take a nap or just like relax for a second and you don't have to like do anything today. You know what I mean? So I was learning that balance, but yeah, sometimes just stop. Dude.
1: Yeah, switch up, switch up the vibe. Yeah, totally. I, I mean, I know how that goes in the studio where I'm just like, it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to get into the zone and yeah, some little routines will definitely help. Um, or like you know, go outside, go for a walk. It's like you just need to like kind of switch your mind out of this mode and get into that mode.
0: Yeah, and then you come back to it. I mean, like I, I learned. I mean, I've gone like some trips, like over the summer, because it was just very hard. Like, I I'm like, I'm at home, I'm going to be doing this. So, gone to New Mexico, saw some art, you know. Gone like to Dallas and saw some things, and like that really helped. I got back, like, like had like a fresh mind to just jump back into what I was doing.
1: Oh, yeah. And you've soaked up a bunch of inspiration. And you're like, Oh, you know, I want to try that. And I can, that's a good idea. And I mean, that's where Europe is so awesome. Because there's like museums everywhere, contemporary art museums, old art museums, and then like the churches and like Europe is so cool because everything is art there the you know, has that, that
0: visual spark you know what i mean especially like if you live in an area where like there you go outside and there's not really like anything like to visually kind of catch you like you got to go find that somewhere or whatever
1: yeah do you feel like uh like the city of phoenix or the the area there influences your your work
0: yeah because it's it's like ever growing like phoenix is definitely like growing like our downtown I mean, I grew up. It was just like homeless, like abandoned buildings, and now it's like this flourishing, like complete campus down there. Was like a million murals, and it's like become like this thing every year for them to continually add public art down. So like our downtown looks like like a, a pretty cool downtown, and like that's kind of one of the things you can jump on a light rail, ride the train downtown, and walk through the city and see like all the public art. And there's a million galleries down there, and it's just like a lot of visible
1: you know things so yeah and you're you're in it and you're from there like I'm sure they're all about it.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: cool. Well that's sweet. You got anything else uh you want to talk about
0: I mean, I'm good. All right all right
1: well Aaron it was a pleasure having you on thanks Maybe again you for your time yeah well uh I'll share all the stuff with you, and we'll, we'll put it out there to the world.
0: Awesome, man! I appreciate you having me on.
1: Definitely, definitely. Thanks for being here. For sure. All right. Cheers. All right, later, brother. And that was my interview with Aaron Allen Marner. You can check him out online at Aaron Allen thirteen thirteen. Aaron Allen Art on Facebook and aaronallenart.org on his website. Um that was awesome. That was a great conversation. I love talking art with people. I love talking everything with people, like finding the art in what someone does and uh you know, discussing it and seeing how things overlap and overlay between disciplines. Because really, I think everybody's an artist in their own way, whether they choose to acknowledge it or not. Um, I guess that depends on your definition of art. But you know, people are conscious of what they do, and it takes skill and craft and focused focus. And that's, uh, I mean, that's that's art right there. Some of the definitions of art for some people. But yeah, I think it's so cool. He has dove all in with art recently and in recent years and he's doing awesome and he's finding his way and finding his niche and finding his community and the people that can sell his art. And he's really done a great job of just going for it and then figuring out the things that he needs to make it work. And I think that he's a great example for Everybody out there, all you aspiring creatives out there, you know, it's very possible to make a life, uh, a life from your art, skill, craft, concept, whatever. You just gotta do it. You gotta go for it and you gotta work hard, right? Yeah, I think that was awesome advice to aspiring creatives. Um, Cause yeah, things don't happen overnight. Things are challenging. But you're going in, in the right direction when you're just going for it. And and the thing he said about uh, like his, his bit of wisdom was so awesome about how the thing that comes the easiest to you is like the thing that you should go after. Because, you know, I, I feel like everybody's kind of felt that in different ways, in different places. And that's a really good compass to follow. Like what, what just flows? What, Yeah, that's my question to you. What just flows for you? That's the thing you should be doing and doing a lot of. And maybe it's not your professional thing now or right away or anytime, but it's definitely worth putting energy into. You know, time, time in that place, And that mindset and that version of yourself where things flow is never wasted. It's always good. It's always like building towards something awesome. So that's all I got. I'm just rambling here in the outro. But uh, yeah, go follow Aaron, Alan, all over the place. It's good stuff. It's really cool portraits. Yeah, I think that's all I got, guys. Thanks for listening. Cheers.